everybody. Welcome to Hope Something Sticks. I'm Bert. And I am Comrade Matt. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about isms. Oh yes. The isms are coming. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are the classics like capitalism, communism, socialism. Communism? <laughs> they could be here yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Authoritarianism. Throw that in there, too. Yeah, why not? It's pretty tough to get past that step. It's, it's warm, you know? When you get to the warm spot, you don't want to leave. So, what ism do you want to talk about first? In the beginning, the French decided to chop some rich people's heads off. So they got rid of feudalism. And replaced it mm-hmm. with capitalism. Would you agree with this assessment? Yeah. 1818. Karl Marx is born. And after about 50 years or so of capitalism, he writes and observes about what he sees. And he's not terribly impressed. In fact, it's god awful think that same stupid movie that everyone has to watch Christmas Carol that's what he sees it's like you got your shitty boss always on your case and he won't fucking put pay for any coal life sucks Timmy can't afford a leg a turkey is a Christmas bonus that's how great everything was back then so at the ripe old age of 1, 2, 3, 30 years old writes the Communist Manifesto. It's a pretty uh, socially upheaval type of time. Mm-hmm. Now what he gets to and essentially galvanizes is the idea of socialism. Now to, before we get into some crazy definitions, let's keep it super simple. There's capital and there's social. Capitalism and socialism. One is based on, well, capital is the most important thing, whereas the social aspect is the most important thing in the other system. Would you get behind that? I mean, well... Yes! This is where we divide. No. (laughs) That was fast. (laughs) Well, with kind of making it I get it's more something you could easily wrap your head around. Capitalism is the idea that things should be privately owned, such as you know businesses, whatnot, services that you know people create a business and then they do business with other people and other businesses that are also created by people. Where socialism is uh, where the government, the state, uh, has ownership of a uh, business that provides goods or services. This is where I think everybody gets confused with socialism. Because socialism isn't that. That's state-run capitalism. And even Lenin called it that. After the Russian Revolution, 
1917-ish. Uh, several years later, they overthrew everything, the people own everything, the people as the form of the government. You know, they took over the government as the tool to get to socialism. But all they had was the government running everything, which is the authoritarianism part. So what they're supposed to do was use that tool to then distribute the goods, the services, well, the things. Well, th- what I describe as socialism isn't, by definition, authoritarianism. Authoritarianism is the the state basically not well, being an authoritarian. They, they don't believe in individual rights and are typically keep control over, you know, not being uh, benevolent and people, you know, liking the state. They keep control, you know, by basically oppressing the people. And that's how they maintain control as opposed to being popular. So you, you could have, a, you know, a system run by the state, but not be authoritarian. Yeah, there's plenty of examples. Of, I mean, you could look at pretty much almost anywhere in Europe. For the most part, they're, I mean, they're a lot, for a lot of part, they're there. Mm. At least in some respects. Namely, healthcare. But, and here's the thing, when you're talking about socialist countries and capitalist countries, it's really just how much of one side you lean more towards. There's no, you know, all those European countries like, you know, Norway, Sweden, the UK, none of them are purely socialist in the definition that I gave. They, the state doesn't run everything. There are private businesses. There's just more socialist programs in these countries, such as healthcare, that the United States does not currently have. And the United States does have socialist programs uh, because you have state-run <laughs> uh, military. There's no... can't have a private military force. You can't have a private police force uh, there's no such thing as I'm aware of as a private uh, fire department uh, you have public libraries that's socialism uh, public parks socialism but we do have so national we, st- we do have socialized healthcare it's just for old people yes they're really down with that we, do have, we also have socialized investing which is the um, social security yeah, social <laughs> right there, and um, so yeah, so you could say the United States is a socialist country. Uh, it's just what people put down as the most important socialist um, service, healthcare, which people do. That's basically what they differentiate socialist countries from a capitalist country in practice. Because what, like, what makes a country a socialist country? Because I just said the United States has many social programs. Um, I don't know. Maybe a percentage. Is a social program. That's like asking, okay, where are you on the spectrum of how gay are you? 
that, you that's 50, what, that's what you, you get to be 51%, and then bam, that's it. You're socialist. Yeah, we're a little bit less socialist than the UK, which is a little less socialist than Norway. You know, Right. They're all so. on the road to socialism. And they're getting there. And they're using the government as a tool to get there. Communism was the ultimate goal. Or not, oh, the, ultimate, or not the ultimate goal. At least Stalin just said, hey, this is communism. We're there. We made it. And he, and he just, I mean, he basically just fucked everything up. Well, communism is pure socialism and everyone gets the exact same thing. So there's no, say, upward mobility from a wealth standpoint in pure communism. Right. You know, everyone gets paid the same amount. Everyone has the same everything, which everything is uh, made by the government anyway. So you have your, you know, however many government... TVs you are allocated and government <laughs> couches and chairs and uh, the houses are would be all basically the same uh, maybe they you get a bigger house depending on how many kids you have or you know whatever but yeah so that's why there's actually never been a actual communist country communism has been used as a veil for authoritarian dictatorships right yeah Stalin started that he said, nope, we're there. This is it. All your suffering, because it would have t- it would have taken more suffering at that time. It would have taken more effort. And so he said, screw it. We've got power. I've got power. We're going to keep this whole uh, I run the military thing. And also we're going to dictate how many pigs you're allowed. Yes, but I get the most pigs. Right. Me and it's my very buddies. important because we're still kind of on the road to it. <laughs> and of course, if you're an authoritarian, you know it's a, it's a lot easier to stop anybody else from arguing the point. All argument stops, mm-hmm. and then that's where mm-hmm. everyone gets all freaked out. Well, mostly because of the money, but there's also the suspension of human rights. Because if there is no man, there is no problem. That's Stalin. I think think he killed 60 million people. Ish. Yeah, he killed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's killed the most people. Yeah. I think Mao comes up after him. I can't remember. Yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. But, you know, because of what communism is and you know the the thought that everyone gets the same amount regardless of their aptitude skill uh, or anything uh, just (laughs) doesn't appeal to people in general and that's why you can't have it on such a large scale the largest scale you can have is a community uh, and I think the best example that, that I've seen is uh, the kibbutzim in Israel, uh, which are basically uh, communist communities uh, where you know everyone gets the same thing and they produce something uh, to you know maintain itself. Unless you have unless you have politics. Polit- what's the word again? Politics. Politics. Protexia. Protexia. 
Unless you have Paul Protexia, then you get to drive the tractor. Yeah. <laughs> that story is fantastic. Yeah. You want to throw in the, the yeah. fantastic story here to give everybody some context? Yeah, sure. So, so I'm sure most people know uh, that Israel as a uh, modern state is pretty young. So young that the very first prime minister of Israel uh, was alive at the same time my dad was, uh, you know, much older. But uh, when my dad was in Israel for high school, one of his teachers was the first prime minister of Israel, David Ben-Gurion. And, uh, and also it was like, uh, it was, was kind of like a mix between high school and kibbutz. And uh, Ben-Gurion liked it there, so he stayed there and taught there. <clears throat> so uh, my dad was working with him uh, on the farm, you know, uh, and they were uh, harvesting whatever crop they were harvesting. And so David Ben-Gurion was driving the tractor <clears throat> uh, with the carriage, and my dad would be picking up the crops and, you know, throwing them in. And a whole bunch of dust gets blown into my dad's face from the tractor. And so my dad tells David Ben-Gurion, it's like, hey, how come you get to drive the tractor and I'm stuck here behind you <laughs> getting dirt shoved in my face? And then he turns to my dad and said, Why? Well, I have protexia. You get protexia, you drive tractor. <laughs> there you go. There's communism in a nutshell. Everybody's equal, but some are more equal than others. Like, you know, yeah. if you're having to talk to George, you know, if you're talking to George Washington. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and um, they were really big into it, the, the kibbutzim. Uh, they even had, like, pictures of, like, Stalin and Mao and, you know, other communist leaders. Awkward. Uh, and tip, well, it was really awkward uh, <laughs> after the uh, Yom Kippur War where... Israel was supported by the United States and all the Arab states were supported by the Soviet Union. Yeah, doubly so. And, uh-huh. and yeah, and so, and uh, during the war, you know, they heard uh, Russian being spoken, you know, over the uh, radio waves. You know, they were giving uh, tactical advice, you know, um, to the uh, Arab countries. So they basically hate helping them out. Dad actually found a uh, comm station where uh, the where Russians were stationed uh, and also ran across a Chinese fighter pilot who uh, who's, uh, whose plane got downed and then they, you know, went over to the plane crash and the, the pilot took his sidearm and shot at the uh, tanks, he was in the armored division for a while until they ran out of ammo, and then they just, you know, took him and um, just kept him in uh, prison for the rest of the war. Damn. So after the war, all, all the soldiers went to the posters in the, the kibbutzim and just tore them all down. It's like, <laughs> nope, none of that shit. <laughs> it's like, these assholes are trying to kill us. Like, oh, all right. Can we still be communist? Yeah, 
But no more of this. <laughs> but no more posters. Apparently, it's a free country. For now. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Alright, so fast forward to today, and we've had. Let's see. One, two. Let's say three major economic collapses in the last 80 years or so. Two of which happened. Mm -hmm within the last dozen years. Granted, one was caused because of, of an international plague, but... Yep. Doesn't mean it wasn't exacerbated. And doesn't mean it's not still mm. going to... I, I have no idea where, where the hell we're going. We are still in the midst of a very frothy market. And even more so now because of the whole... Uh, the Reddit community. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of internet trolls decided to swim in the same direction and tanked an entire hedge fund. Let me tell you something. I've been smiling all week. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with what they're doing other than this is awesome. <laughs> and the most powerful... I mean, the, the true definition of that word is awe. Is, is just fear. It's just Oh my gosh. It's like staring at the sun too long. <laughs> what are you doing? And that's all they want to do. They just want to fly a rocket ship right into the sun and say, well, you know what? I'm dead anyway. Like, I got nothing to live for. They just gave me this $600 check for no... For... <laughs> Wait. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, they'll definitely make a uh, hedge fund... Uh, think about, <clears throat> think twice about shorting stocks. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, it's it's truly abused the whole short game, but it's also one of the best forms of accountability you could ever hope for. Like AMC and GameStop are shit companies. Yeah, and you know, but you know, thing company it, them doing it to companies like Bed Bath and Beyond. Or it was only taking advantage of the context that they have to work in. You know, the pandemic closed stores. People couldn't go out and physically shop. So it naturally hurt yeah. the business. And so they're just banking on an odd, you know, a shitty situation. It's not, uh, it's not very, it's not fair. <laughs> Capitalism ain't fair. Sometimes it is. But other times it's more opportunistic than anything else. Well, in the case of GameStop, you can also make the argument that they are in a situation that's not fair because their their whole business model is predicated on people coming in, selling their used games, and then sell, selling them their used games, and then they sell those used games to other people for a higher price. That's like a huge part of their business model. But now that there's more digital purchases of games you don't have that as much so and eventually it'll just all it'll, it'll be pretty much all digital and then you know then they basically have no business and, and there's and there's be nothing differentiating them really from any of the large retailers like you know walmart target or whatever who sell physical copies of games and themselves Mm -hmm. So yeah, if, you know, 
the so company on the way what out. Makes, what makes them special is yeah dying off because of technology. Interestingly enough, yeah, and there were a number of other companies that got shorted. So yeah, they just happened to pick the one that was most likely to get shorted. The company, the uh, Citron Research, Citron, Citron. Uh, that was the research company that was posting. They they posted short seller reports like these are the companies that are next up on the list, as it were. You know, like these companies weren't yeah. random, and they did research on okay, these are the companies that these massive hedge funds are making the biggest bets on. So you should probably follow suit. Uh, they're not posting short seller reports anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they stopped doing that two days ago. Due to a shift in how things are done. Like, all right, this is what the market wants. This is what the market wants. And the CEO still adamantly believes that they are—they did more for keeping companies accountable than any regulation ever could have. So take that with whatever kind of grain of salt you want. Yes and no. Yes and no, guy. Yes and no. But go 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 back to your fucking hot tub on the roof or whatever the fuck you guys do. Dipping your balls in cocaine, rubbing them all the over each other. Some of us do our business out in the open. Let's just talk to Crumpopulous Michael. Right out in public in a garage. Mm-hmm. Selling them weapons. Women, old, old people, children, doesn't, doesn't matter. Just likes killing. Uh, also likes giving his card out with his GPS coordinates. Yeah, that was pretty funny. This has been your Rick and Morty reference. Good luck finding the episode. So, yeah. Oh, that it then. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's where we are. Oh, Deal with it. We're boned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody understands it. Where we are now is socialism is now the, and has always been the big scary word. And it's just a scary word where everybody gets lumped into one thing and it's bad. Even though almost every country on earth utilizes it in some way, shape, or form. Every country on earth utilizes it because every country on earth has a military. Okay, well, so I guess the, uh, the Vatican. Costa Rica doesn't have one. Ha! But he, even yeah. they have, like, a uh, police force. So, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's bullshit, you know? It's all the money. Who's getting paid by whom? Yeah, I mean, people get worried about socialism because of socialists authoritarians which yeah there's that but you don't uh, necessarily have to worry about that uh, in every country uh, like this one you know it's not the same as Venezuela so, I mean I, I, I'm for putting in more social programs uh, like having a public option for health care uh, but I think more so than socialism, I think just 
appropriate government oversight. Yeah, capitalism left is to run amok is exactly what you're seeing. Is just yeah, like, this is I what mean, look at what happens when all the fish decide to swim in the right direction. Unless a or just a yeah. direct. Let's just say a direction. Yeah, yeah, and you know a lot of the issues like the uh, the last the one bef- the George Bush recession. Uh, it wouldn't wouldn't have helped that it was you know the country is more socialist. Uh, it would help if there's more government oversight over the uh, you know the housing markets. Yeah, and you can go back even further. I mean, they've been deregulating the stock market since the '80s, since the '70s. Ever since they wanted to get away, yeah, they wanted to get away from Keynesian economics, and then they fucking went to this. Yeah, and it doesn't make it not capitalist just because you have government oversight. The government still doesn't control it. It just, you know, there's a certain amount of regulations so that people, you know, in positions of power, you know, don't abuse it to an insane degree, you know. Because they, you know, they could without you know, oversight, like, you know, once you get to a certain point, like, you know, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or, you know, these multi-billionaires that have a huge uh, part of a certain industry, you know, if you didn't have any kind of oversight over them, they could just run amok, you know? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you know, they could you, do it. They... You'd have... You'd have, uh, go back to the time of this, the country where, you know, you just have basically like, you know, barons essentially of business that uh, completely undermine the working class uh, because, hey, you want to get paid, you're going to have to get dicked over by one of us. That led to the creation of the unions. more government oversights, and yeah, now the current Republican Party is very much in favor in taking away a lot of the government oversights. And yeah, I think that's the so main issue. We can Should either. So, how do we go about it? How do we get rid of them? Well, I think. Get rid of who? Uh, let's just say them. Anybody who, uh, let's say, was working in the industry that they now deign needs to be regulated and is now the regulator for that industry. This swinging, this, this constant swinging door between industry and government has got to stop. Mm. I mean, you can do it with regulations, but then again, the business and government are so intertwined now, it's kind of hard to separate that out. Well, but the people who, who, but the people currently in government but aren't in bed with businesses are thought of and sometimes are uh, on the fringes of the political spectrum, both on the right and left. Don't have much in the way of centrists that... 
are not in the pocket of presences. Yeah, that's another one. Donations need to be capped. Campaign contributions need to be capped. And they need to be 100% transparent. Ever since Citizens United... Oh, boy. It's been nothing but dark money this whole time. Right, left, up the middle. Yeah. Sorry. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's usually where we end up. Well, the for the individual, the the best thing you can do is to make enough money so that it doesn't matter. This is true. Yes. Keep running you're, away from poverty as hard as and fast as you can. Because once you get there, it doesn't really matter what politicians do, you know, until they do something like really, really drastic. Yeah, uh, that completely upends your industry. Upends your industry, or I was thinking, you know, basically, you know, pull, you know uh, government revolution. Yeah, those are the only two options you got. You can either vote them out or chop them out. Remove them violently. Yeah. Or you can just ask them to leave. You know. Yeah, no, that'll work. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, if you're in a position where the going-ons of... Uh, the government, you know, actually matters to you. All you gotta do is make more money, and then none of that matters. Simple. <laughs> Just have more money, so it doesn't matter. GameStop. That's it. That's where we are. Like, oh, just make more money. Okay. Okay. All right. I had to have an existential breakdown on the way. Mm -hmm. The road there is littered with them. Alright, I think you could just uh, you overlay the Russian National Anthem as we, as we fade out here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Le Lenin is fucking so happy right now. Must crush capitalism. Alright. Well, I think that'll just about do it for us. Uh, yep. Pretty short episode, but it's time we can talk about, I don't know, episode five of the Game of Thrones. Yeah, that'll work. Something we're both much more knowledgeable on. Mm -hmm. Alright, everybody. Well, you can write us in at hopesomethingsticks at gmail.com. And until then, uh, I don't know, do whatever the hell you've been doing. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, get off your asses. Let's go. Uh, let's go write that book. Or make that art. Yeah. Make some art. Not enough art. Yeah. yeah. And. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody.